Hello, welcome to Educationally Speaking. My name is Sarah Davis, and I'm a communication specialist with Oakland Schools and the host of this podcast. The goal of Educationally Speaking is to focus on important topics related to education here in Oakland County, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening in. Today we're talking about career technical education, often referred to as CTE. According to the state of Michigan, jobs related to information technology, STEM, construction trades, and healthcare are all examples of occupations projected to be in high demand in our state through 2026. So what are we doing to prepare today's students for our current and future economy? At Oakland Schools, we have four main campuses throughout Oakland County, which we call our Oakland Schools Technical Campuses, or OSTCs. These schools are specifically designed for educating students who have an interest in a CTE field. So we're going to spend this episode getting to know what is offered at these campuses and discuss why students should attend. Here with us today to talk about this important subject is Amy Gole, Dean of our Oakland Schools Technical Campus Southeast in Royal Oak, and Martin Kay, Dean of Oakland Schools Technical Campus Southwest in Wixom. Also joining us today is Nahal Sathakar, a senior at Clarenceville High School and a second year student in the Engineering, Robotics, and Mechatronics program at our Southwest campus. Thank you all for being here today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. So first we're going to start with Marty and Amy. Can you describe for us what exactly an Oakland School's technical campus is? So OSTC is simply an extension of your high school within Oakland County. We have four locations that service all of Oakland County. By attending your high school for half of the day and an OSTC campus the other half of the day, you're experiencing a full academic day. We offer 18 programs which are developed around occupational areas containing different but related career training options for students. All programs also have some sort of academic credit in math and or science embedded or integrated into the CTE program. The programs are designed to facilitate learning, allowing students to manage their instructional plan. Students that attend OSTC have the opportunity to to participate in work-based learning, which is really like an opportunity for them to engage in some sort of internship while they are a high school student. Students are provided the opportunity to earn industry-based certifications in all programs and pre-apprenticeship and early middle college programming is also part of the OSTC experience as well. Okay, what kinds of programs are offered at OSTC? Well, as Marty said, we have 18 different programs. So at the different campuses, most of the offerings are the same. So um, basically the first is agri-science and environmental technologies. We also have automotive technology, collision repair and refinishing, computer networking, computer programming, construction technology, cosmetology, criminal justice, culinary arts and hospitality, cybersecurity networking, energy and electrical technology, engineering, robotics and mechatronics, entrepreneurship and advanced marketing, health sciences, machining, medium heavy truck and equipment, visual imaging, graphic design, and welding. That's a lot of different programs. Can we talk a little bit about how you decide what programs are offered at OSTC? Sure, we make it a priority to offer programs at our four technical campuses that are what we call high wage and high demand. We consider what industry demand is and support building that pipeline for our business and industry partners. For example, a couple of years ago, we began to explore this new medical pathway within our health science program, specifically at the Southeast campus. 
We did a full year analysis of industry data and determined that the state of Michigan data, tri-county area data, Oakland, Wayne, and Macomb, and also just specifically Oakland County, the top medical occupation was a medical assistant. So when we started our new pathway at the health science program, we focused on medical assistants. One of the critical roles that career and technical education does is helping build that pipeline for our future industries. It's important that we offer programming that connects directly with our industry. Okay, so there's a lot of thought that goes into deciding what you put at these campuses. Definitely. Um, so, Nicole, you're a second-year engineering robotics and megatronics student. Can you tell me what led to you attending OSTC in the first place? Well, I first started off OSTC in computer networking. I went in a field trip during my freshman year, and I saw how amazing OSTC was. I knew for a fact that I would definitely join. But on my second day when I was going to the bathroom, I passed by the Mechatronics building and I saw all the technology, everything they had laid out, the PLC stations, the giant Fanuc robotics, and I knew that that's for sure what I want to do with my future. So I immediately asked with all respect that I wanted to switch programs to Mechatronics for sure. And I first talked to the Mechatronics teacher and I also knew that that would be a good fit because uh, when I first met him, he was pretty loose and pretty understanding. And also the environment on the first day of school was very open. It wasn't a traditional classroom where we had rules and guidelines. We were told to do specific things, but afterwards we could go into what we liked and what we learned and what we wanted to do with our lives, which I really admired and appreciated a lot. Can you talk a little bit about the Megatronics program specifically? What is it that you do there? So for first years, everybody has to go hands-based on a few of the engineering concepts like soldering skills, uh, circuit designs, uh, CAD programming. And for your second year, or sometimes even in the second semester of first years, we can expand on the field that we most enjoy personally because no one's going to be the exact same engineer. There's going to be so many different types. But the first year is just to give us the fundamentals and the basics. And our first, second years is when they start going to certifications and making sure they're experts in the field that they want to be. Right now, I'm studying PLCs, and I'm going to be writing my certification exam this week. And I know the two of my other friends, they just got their CAD certification, and they're one of the best builders digitally for our first robotics team as well. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the certifications later, but what are some of the things that you've learned through your program? Uh, one of the biggest skills that I've learned is definitely electrical systems, understanding circuits on, and also how to create like a, a working circuit boards, also PLCs. The coding helped me work with also CMD programming and Java programming, which is definitely one of the biggest skills. That sounds amazing. So Amy and Marty, where are, are these OSTC schools located at? So like we mentioned before, there are four campuses uh, in Oakland County. The Southwest campus is located in Wald Lake, uh, really in Wixom, but right on the border of Wald Lake and Wixom. And that campus hosts students from Clarenceville, Farmington, Huron Valley, Novi, South Lyon, Wald Lake, and also West Bloomfield. And the Southeast campus is located in Royal Oak, and we enroll students from Berkeley, Birmingham, Bloomfield Hills, Clawson, Ferndale, Hazel Park, Lamphere, Madison, Oak Park, Royal Oak, Southfield, and Troy. And the Northwest campus is located in Clarkston, and the students they serve come from Brandon, Clarkston, Holly, and Waterford. 
And the fourth campus is the Northeast Campus, and that's located in Pontiac. And Pontiac, that campus partners with Avondale, Lake Orion, Oxford, Pontiac, and Rochester. Okay, what does a typical day or schedule look like for these students, and how do students manage going between their sending school and OSTC? So the way we describe it is that students basically attend half of their day at OSTC and half of their day at what we call their home high school. They're with us for two and a half hours and they earn three credit hours during that time, which as noted, takes up about half of their school day. We have two sessions, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. The morning sessions typically start at 7.30, 7.45, a little bit different in each building, and the afternoon sessions typically start around 11.15, 11.20, or 11.30. Uh, the other thing is that we do provide transportation uh, from each sending district to each of the OSTC campuses. So if students cannot drive because some of their high schools are a little bit far away, um, they are able to hop on the bus both to our campus and then back to their school so that they can make it home on the uh, bus, bus home. Okay, so it sounds like every, everything's pretty much figured out in terms of students getting the best that they can from both their home school and OSTC. They're not missing out on any type of curriculum. In fact, it's, it's adding to it. They're not missing out on, any, on anything. And in fact, um, it's really just becomes substitute electives for them. So rather than taking, say, drama or jewelry or statistics or something their junior or senior year, they take mechatronics, engineering, robotics, and mechatronics, which would serve as those uh, three elective credits, uh, either for their entire junior year uh, only or for both their junior and senior year or even just for their senior year because they can come as juniors and seniors or just juniors or just seniors. Okay, and Nahal sort of touched on this already, but what are some of the real world benefits that students get from attending OSTC? So there's lots of different benefits. One of the main benefits are the instructors. So the students are taught by certified instructors that are both highly qualified in the field of education but also in their industry. So our industry uh, experts and our instructors are required to maintain contact throughout the year. So this partnership that we have with our industry experts actually allows our instructors to stay up to date in their field so that we make sure that we're offering curriculum and programming that's relevant to what's going on in industry at that point in time. Uh, one of the other things, and this is something that Nahal mentioned um, previously, is the ability to earn certifications. So our students have the ability to earn industry-recognized certifications in each of our programs. So some examples of those things are like OSHA, ServeSafe, um, multiple ASE certifications that link with our automotive area, certified nursing assistants, certifications with the Fanuc Robot, Java, um, all of our health students leave with the American Heart Association, the BLS healthcare provider, um, certified ethical hacker, those are just some of them. Actually, last year, our students earned over 3,000 certifications alone. So we really do put a lot of emphasis on the certifications. That's one of the priorities for our students is that they leave with those certifications. Another really cool thing that kids get to do is they get to participate in what we call co-curricular student organizations. These are things like Business Professionals of America, you hear people call it BPA, um, Skills USA, HOSA, and DECA. Those are just to name a few. Um, with these organizations, students are, be, are able to provide um, an opportunity to demonstrate their knowledge in this particular area. They get to do different activities, events, they go to competitions. 
Um, and then students that are successful actually get to directly connect with employers and then earn certifications. We also have a couple of other um, activities that link with our programs, um, FIRST Robotics and OCRA. Those are also um, very, very heavily participated in with our students and provide such an amazing opportunity um, for our kids. Another area that kids get to get a huge benefit from is our work-based learning. So we have a whole continuum. So it's things like field trips, job shadowing, internships, and of course, employment. Um, some of our industry partners that we um, work with um, on, a regular basis, on a regular basis is Beaumont Hospital, uh, Oakland County Water Resource Commission, Dean Sellers, McLaren, Suburban, uh, the Waterford Fire Department. So those are all places where our students get to go and, and, and be employed. Some of them are paid opportunities and some of them are non-paid. And then we also have a ton of field trips. We get to do some really cool things where we're taking kids to like Little Caesars Arena, StockX, and even Google. So the opportunity for the students to participate in these work-based learning opportunities is, is huge. It provides them with um, options that they don't get to have at their normal high school. And I would say finally, the one thing that you'll hear kids say a lot is the benefit to them is being able to attend classes with kids um, that have the same interests as them. There's not the same feel as their home high school because you're bringing in kids from three, four, five, 12 different schools um, and they're getting to interact and connect and network and find time to be with kids that like the same things that they do. And that's a really cool thing for these kids. And I would just add one thing at the end of that, um, that Amy said, among many things students say they like about our school, one of them is that ability to meet people from many different schools. Um, almost every time I ask a kid what they like about school or why they're coming back for their senior year, almost all of them note how cool it's been to meet kids from all sorts of different high schools and kind of branch off and get, get away from the same district in most cases they've been in since kindergarten and really just meeting new kids and, and our students really seem to enjoy that. No, have you found that to be true? Oh yeah, definitely. Actually, four of my best friends I met at OSTC my first year, Emma, Nathan, Nathan, and Joe. Um, <laughs> all of them, they also motivated me to take on new hobbies too, like RC racing, airsoft, and also joining the FIRST Robotics in Okra. I mainly joined that because of them. I met so many other people because of OSTC and the extracurricular programs that I joined through OSTC. And that kind of gets us into our next question in the hall, where we're going to, you know, talk about all these career readiness and tech opportunities, but there's other skills that students can develop while attending OSTC. What are those? So, in addition to everything we've mentioned already, for years, OSTC has focused on, um, well, really what we call, talk, call it as career readiness, like you said, career ready habits. There's other different words we use to describe this. Um, they're basically industry-specific content that our staff works on with students um, that our employers have indicated a must-have for successful employment. And of course, we also refer to these often as soft skills. Um, at OSTC, we call them and sort of use this framework called the Michigan Talent Architecture, which is a little long for MTA. And we focus on the following nine competencies. Positive personal brand, integrity, problem solving, critical thinking, communication, collaboration, adaptability, technology literacy, and customer focus. 
And something that we've really noticed uh, is that our industry partners, the local businesses we work with, really do appreciate this work we do. In fact, we had two industry partners at our open house last Thursday night, and both of them said that when they get resumes from people, uh, even in their late teens, let alone their, their early 20s, one of the first things they look for is if the student attended an OSTC campus and they put those kids in their first pile because they know that we're really doing such a good job, um, not only with their technical skills, but especially teaching kids these soft skills and that they are coming in very prepared for the workplace. Okay, Nihal, can you talk a little bit about some of the opportunities OSTC has afforded you that you don't believe you would have gotten in a different setting? Well, as Marty said earlier, OSTC is basically electives kind of on steroids at OSTC they give us the foundation for our real futures the things that we really want to do with our lives and one of the greatest things is getting ready for the real world at the end of our first years most of the kids in mechatronics will get to go for an interview with a real job seeking person uh, I interviewed with exotic automations and also Ford but it was nice to feel the competitiveness of interviewing, even though that you know that your friends are going for it as well, you know how to like tackle it and handle the situation. And it was just overall a great experience. And you talked a little bit about FIRST Robotics too, getting involved in that. I'm sure there's some, some other skills that you learned from joining the robotics team. Yeah, there's two robotics competitions that Mechatronics participates in. It's Okra and FIRST. We start off with Okra, which is just community of Oakland, and we usually do really well in that. For four years, we were champions, and then we just started doing FIRST Robotics last year and this year, and we made it all the way up to Worlds, which is a big accomplishment for a rookie team. Amazing. So now that you've had all these opportunities, how do you see all of this helping you in the future? Um, one of the biggest things is OSTC definitely makes me stand out compared to other students. As Marty said, uh, having that name OSTC just on my application and all the certifications they got, it gives me such a big competitive advantage. For any job, there's always people like continuously going for it, even if you're more than qualified, and you gotta have some sort of advantage compared to everybody else, and OSTC is definitely that advantage. I did get accepted to both U of M and Wayne State, mainly because of the certifications that I got here. And I also noticed when I went to the open house for Wayne State, their first year was exactly everything I did in my two years at Mechatronics. All the soldering skills, the CAD, the FANUC robotics, it, literally almost the exact same thing. If I took the final exam, I could probably get 100. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Marty and Amy, we've heard all about Nahal. Exactly what type of student should go to OSTC? So I could start with this question. I, we really say that all students that are in 11th uh, and or 12th grade should come. They are eligible to come. They can start in 11th, as I noted earlier, and continue through 12th grade, or they might just start in 12th grade for various reasons. Students that plan to attend a four-year university are great candidates or a community college. Uh, some students even who are, are, are planning on starting with an apprenticeship program or even going straight to work, there's options and career paths for all students regardless of what their future plans are. And if a parent or student is interested in learning more about OSTC, where can they get that information? So the best place to go for information is very simply uh, online and going to OSTConline.com for all information about the Oakland Schools technical campuses. Okay, and we'll have that in their show notes, too, for anyone who wants to take a look and get more information. Thank you, Amy and Marty, for being here today and representing our deans and explaining what Oakland School's technical campus is. In the hall, it was absolutely wonderful to have you on the program. We've been wanting to get a student on here. 
um, best of luck to you no matter what you decide to do in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. This podcast was brought to you by Oakland Schools Intermediate School District's Communication Services and produced by Media Production and Distance Learning Manager Mark Hansen. Oakland Schools is a regional service agency that offers support services to school personnel, which are better delivered regionally and provide cost, size, and quality advantages to those we serve. You can find more information on Oakland Schools at oakland.k12.mi.us. I have been your host for this podcast, Sarah Davis, and you can find this and future episodes of Educationally Speaking on Anchor FM. We hope you will join us for our next episode where we will continue to bring you topics that affect every student every day. Mm -hmm.